and welcome to the Seattle Coffee Gear Podcast. I'm your host, Pat, and joining me this week is Jake. How's it going, Jake? Hey, Pat, it's going well. How about yourself? Pretty good, as always. Um, it is a... Uh, we're kind of back into the letting off the gas a little bit, and and, and uh, now that holiday is done and all of our follow-up stuff that we do is done, um, it's been a little more like okay we can kind of get back into a rhythm for for the rest of the year so that's been that's been nice uh it's been nice to have more um get back to some more like educational video content and and get back to some more fun stuff so it's been been a good couple weeks yeah yeah definitely a good time of the year um a little less stressful than the last couple months which has been (laughs) really nice exactly yeah yeah uh so i am thankful for that uh we are here today to talk a little bit about the new mila machines which kind of launched in the middle of the whole holiday thing uh and and in the aftermath but we haven't really had that much of an opportunity to do a lot of content around them across our different sort of channels so um we wanted to talk a little bit about them here on the podcast uh because they're cool machines and i think there's a pretty exciting line of machines yeah yeah me too i think i think the um the updated line is is certainly um, they make great improvements um even even small improvements that that really make a difference yeah um but before we get into that uh i know that it has been well i think we can talk a little bit about their coffee I, maybe we might have talked a little bit about them in the last episode but um i know i always ask if there's anything that you are enjoying or excited about in terms of coffee or gear or whatever we've talked a lot about growler works the last couple episodes um mm-hmm. we also just launched upper left which is i guess i'm kind of hogging hogging it and going first but um <laughs> that's the the big one this week that i've been excited about um they're a roaster from portland that is is quite good uh they have a lot of i like a lot of their more approachable their blends are, are really easy to work with and mm-hmm. um they taste really good too so it's you don't really have to sacrifice well I want a coffee that's easy to dial in to practice dialing in, but it's maybe not as exciting or good as, as some other coffees. You kind of don't have to worry about that with them because their coffees are really interesting and also easy to work with and kind of easy to share and stuff. So I've, I've been liking their, their coffee a lot, uh, this week myself. Yeah, me too. Me too. I've been, um, I actually had a bag of their breakfast blend here at home. Um, and it makes a great, you know, pot of drip coffee. Breakfast blend always tends to be a little bit lighter than what we, um, would, or what a roaster would usually call like a drip blend. So it's on the lighter side of the drip blend. Um, and it's been really good. Yeah. Nice. It's tasty. Um, like you said, it's easy to, to get right. And even their single origins, their year round single origins are, um, definitely doable for like, if you're, if you're wanting to do, you know, an Ethiopian espresso, um, definitely workable for sure. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. I like that their drip blends, like you're saying are a little different than what we see from most most roasters who kind of do focus a lot on like the balance side Mm -hmm. of of a, of a slow brewer drip coffee, whereas their breakfast blend. Yeah. It's, it's a little lighter and it has a little more, uh, it's a little different and, and definitely is, is a nice change of pace. And then they also have a kind of more classic drip blend as well. So it's, it's good coffee and and definitely recommended. And those, their coffees will be rolling into like our subscriptions and, um, and, and easy to get and everything. So it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. We're excited to have them on board. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, well, 
unless there's anything else, if you have any other stuff, but feel free to, to stop me because I, I kind of. No, no, I think I think there. I think upper left is definitely the most exciting for the last couple weeks for sure. Yeah, um, we'll we'll hopefully have some more cool new roasters coming in soon, and I've already seen the the beginnings of <laughs> of of tasks being made for bringing another another roaster on, which is awesome, and uh, and and we'll have more to say about the, that stuff coming soon. And I don't I don't think there's much to tease right now. There's always stuff in the works from the 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 gear side of things but i don't think we really have anything to tease right now for new new gear that's coming especially soon no not gear not gear but if if you're in texas uh you might know a roaster or two that we're bringing on soon so (laughs) that's all you get yeah 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 so so stay tuned and maybe (laughs) we'll drop more hints over the next there's got to be like at least one more episode before (laughs) before we're sending emails about that Mm -hmm. so stay tuned for more for more hints uh okay well with all that said let's talk a little bit about mila um i think i you're you're pretty familiar with mila's past machines right like Mm -hmm. i think we're both pretty well versed i use a mila pretty much every day so i really like their their last line of machines mm-hmm. and i think this mach- this line is really good too yeah yeah i've been using or i was using a, a 6350 for quite a while so mm-hmm. i'm quite familiar with the old line or not the old line it's not an old machine but the, the uh, yeah the previous, previous line. The, the the line that these machines are kind of replacing and, and it doesn't necessarily mean that if you have the previous line of machine that you need to like throw it away mm-hmm. and buy a new one or anything at all like that this is just you know this it's an update to their to their machines and there are some improvements that we're going to be getting into in, in a minute but the the i still use a, a 6350 and really really like it so it's certainly not a uh, a dig at the the previous generation of machines at all yeah for sure for sure and i think um, the first one that that Mila introduced was the um, the CM fifty three ten silence. They call it the silence, mm-hmm. um, and that's replacing the fifty three hundred, which is Mila's. It was kind of their most basic um, countertop machine that they had, the least expensive. And the fifty three ten does a great job because noting the silence part of the title, they've they've kind of quieted down the the grinding path. So I think they've added some more. Or uh, like insulation and and rerouted it, so it's definitely yeah. a lot quieter than the fifty three hundred uh, in terms of when it's actually grinding. The brewing and things, it's about the same, but the grinding has always been the loudest part of any super auto, mostly. Mm-hmm. And I think it does a really good job. Um, yeah, it's noticeable. And and one cool thing about this lineup is that these improvements are all kind of cumulative. Mm-hmm. So this new quieter grinding is in all of their machines yep. that are all their new machines uh which is great and yeah the the grind on it is um and and brewing it's not the grinding is really the thing that they've dampened the noise on but because it has that sort of sound insulating material in it and, and construction in it it also does kind of slow the or quiet down the brewing and cleaning a little bit too mm-hmm. um and it's just like it, it's wild how, how little noise it makes. I, I've been surprised every time I've used it, which is quite a lot. I, I haven't used the 5310 in particular that much, but I've used the other machines in the line that have the same 
quieting uh, stuff in them, and, and, and they're really good. Um, and this one, like you said, it has the styling that's more like the 5300, the original 5300, so it kind of has the the brew group kind of sticks out a little bit, um, or the spout, I guess I should say. it's The brew group is inside, but the spout sticks out a little bit mm-hmm. and, and is adjustable by hand, um, but otherwise it has similar controls to, to stuff in the past, and it still has like the different um programming options that you would get on the 5300 so you can make different we we listed it has having 10 different drink recipe options and it's got the the 2x button that's really easy to use it has the ability to do the coffee pot thing where you can you can brew 40 ounces at a time you just kind of set it hit it hit the button and then let it do its thing for a while and then you'll you'll have a pot of coffee which is nice it's still lungo it's not like drip coffee it still is is like we've talked about before it's super auto coffee so it's it's extra water through a puck of of uh pressed coffee like an espresso shot but um i really like mila's the flavor of mila's espresso and their their coffee option um so i think it's it's the perfect machine for me to do that sort of 40 ounce coffee pot thing um and uh and then it has all the same cleaning functions and stuff as a 5300 so it's pretty it's pretty cool yeah exactly it's just those little incremental changes which made which make a big difference when you're using it every single day um especially early in the morning you know um yeah quietness is always going to be super important and it does it it does an excellent job yeah i think the the it's it's not i think it comes in at the time of recording it comes in at at like a hundred dollars more than the 5300 was Mm -hmm. which i think is super reasonable price difference considering the reduction in sound i really do think that that in given what these machines do that that's worth the the small jump in price uh and and ultimately i still think it's a really good value uh, especially if you can find it on sale uh so it yeah i i like that machine quite a bit and i it's worth noting that we also still have our this the, the 5310 silence comes in at least we have it in a couple of different colors it's got like a charcoal color and then also a really cool sort of dark red color mm-hmm. that i actually like quite a bit um and then we still have the 5500 in the bronze pearl for for a while and that's the technically it's it's still the same machine so if you do see it um it's a great machine that we really like and a really good value and obviously mila will be supporting those machines for many years to come Mm -hmm. um but it is it is still that that previous generation model of 5500 uh if you see that on our site yeah yeah and then on to the six series which are they're personally my favorite of the of the mila lineups i think I'm a little biased because I did have the 6350, so. <laughs> yeah, um, these are both, again, these feel a little bit more substantial in terms of upgrade because they are building on that that sound insulation mm-hmm. that, that you're getting. And also just, they just, to me, the, the improvement in the milk steaming and the the kind of programming options and stuff that are here are really nice i think and 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 especially when you look at something like the 6160 and the price that it comes in at right around 2000 it's like a really good option for a premium espresso machine yeah yeah they focused on cuz i think that was one of the not necessarily downfalls but one of the the quirks always with the previous 6 series was 
your milk basically came as it was. You know, there wasn't a lot of adjustability. There's a little bit of adjustability, but not not as much as these new machines um, give you. You know, you can do texture, temperature, um, and on a Super Auto, that's about all you can ask for. And it does it really well. Um, yeah. I've used one of the 6160s, and it's it's a noticeable improvement, especially on, like, cappuccino-based drinks or, or something with a yep. lot of foam. You're getting, like, a really solid microphone that lasts uh, on the drink itself. And... Uh, I think it's a, a good improvement, along with those improvements from the fifty, you know, the fifty uh, three ten, the quieter grinding, and you get all that. I think the, the, I mean, the biggest complaint about Mila in the past, and and I get it. It's I'm not even here to say that like you're wrong or anything. The biggest complaint was always milk temperature. Mm-hmm. That was just the thing that I noticed that, that seemed to like always be the thing that came up that people always were complaining about was that the milk didn't get hot enough. I never necessarily agreed because I don't need super hot milk. So for me, it was always fine. It still kind of burns my tongue if I take a sip of it right after I make a latte on a Mila. Mm-hmm. But I get why people felt that way. And certainly I would notice, you know, if I didn't drink it relatively quickly, then the temperature would fall off pretty fast and, and stuff. And I haven't done a lot of times people want us to do like thermometer temperature tests for stuff. Mm-hmm. And It's truly the reason we don't do it as much is truly not because we're trying to hide anything for these machines. It's really just that air conditions and like like the the temperature, the ambient temperature around the components in the in the machine. It's just it's tricky to do temperature comparisons because you can put a you can put it in one room and it'll be one temperature as soon as it hits the cup and you put it put it in a different room and it'll be a different temperature it'll be off by three degrees so we tend to not try to do precise temperature measurements on the milk that comes out of these machines with that said i can say i've had several drinks off of these machines and they taste they stay hotter for a lot longer Mm -hmm. and and they taste hotter to me coming right off of the the machine so um I, I do think there's a market improvement in terms of milk temperature there. Uh, and, you know, obviously, if, you, if you've been a critic in the past, I would still say go to your local retailer if you can and try a, a drink off of it first. But um, but but I, I think it's an improvement. Yeah, I do, too. I, the 6160 especially, I've that's the only one that I've used on this lineup. Yeah, I've noticed a, a market improvement. And then the... Um, the 6360, which is the kind of the more upscale six series model that they have, um, it's basically like the 6160 with a couple extra perks. You know, you get extra user profiles. So if you have a lot of people in your family drinking coffee, it makes a lot of sense to to use those user profiles so that you're just getting the drink that you want. No, no hassle, no fuss. You know, just easy way mm-hmm. to get the coffee that you want in the morning. Uh, the 6360 also has an active cup warmer, whereas the 6160 has a passive one. This makes a big difference on super automatics because passive cup warmers on super automatic machines, well, technically they, they do work, meaning they use the passive heat of the boiler inside um, in order to warm up your heating plate. An active one is a lot more efficient. Uh, yeah. It's, it, it could be like upwards of half an hour for a passive cup warmer to even feel warm sometimes depending yeah. on the machine active is warm ready to go and 
it, it just comes from the fact, I mean, if you compare it to passive, you know, passive, they're all passive on higher end espresso, mm-hmm. semi-automatic espresso machines because they're made of metal, like they have metal. Um, and so the boiler heat is causing the whole machine to heat up quite a lot. Uh, and so you could hold a cup up to the side of the machine and it would get warm. Um, so, of course, putting it on top over vents that are allowing that hot air to escape is going to warm up the cups. And that's super automatic because of the way they're designed. There just isn't as much heat radiating up into the passive cup warmers on them. So um, it's it's just a matter of fact that that the passive cup warmers, yeah, they can like you're saying over if the machine's on for a long time, they can warm up enough to warm up a cup. But yeah, the active 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 warmer on the sixty three sixty is actually it's a heating plate that's actually heating up, kind of like an an electric blanket or something. Um, and so it, it warms those cups a lot faster. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And the 6360, it also comes with the um, the milk carafe, which is a nice yeah. touch. You know, I, I, it's a really premium feeling, this new milk carafe. It's a glass one versus thermal that the, it came with. But it just looks great with the with the machine. It works really well because you're siphoning from the bottom with the tube and the carafe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can use any container you really want. You can use a glass. You can use a milk carton if you're so inclined but yeah um the the glass container is just a, a, a classy touch on on a on a classy machine so it just looks nice you can keep it in the fridge works really well yeah i uh i use a um frothing pitcher usually mm-hmm. because i don't have one of the crafts but this this actually i mean it's a jump in price but like between the active cup warmer and the carafe that would be enough to get me i think in on the the 6360 versus the 6160 because um that they it's a really nice carafe and it's really nice to be able to just fill it up with milk stick it in the fridge and then pull it out for drinks and not have to worry about pouring just the right amount because like I don't want to pour milk into the into a milk pitcher and then pour it back into the milk carton, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to just throw it away. So it's it's nice that you can just keep the carafe filled up in between drinks and and, and and keep it in the fridge. It's a really nice extra feature. And also, I really like the color, the bronze color option on the sixty three sixty. I think that's really cool looking too. Yeah, I was gonna say the 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 two tone look is is it feels just a little nicer than the than the single tone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that's what I liked about the the last Mila series too is that there's a, some options for two tone, but these these look really nice, especially because the six series is it has that stage lighting that the previous six six thousand series had, and it looks just it kind of it just looks really nice with that bronze coloring mm-hmm. and the lighting and everything. It's it it really feels like it's it's a luxury or premium or whatever machine and it is expensive but i think it it justifies the cost with 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 this performance another nice thing there's there's some just small improvements on these machines one that i noticed as someone who's used a 6350 a lot is the i really don't like the water tank on the 6350 i Mm -hmm. think it's functional but the lid isn't on strong enough for you to actually use it as a handle but it also is just kind of it just doesn't it, it'll like if you try to fold it up and pour water in it'll fall down so you have to kind of hold it up or you have to take it out with both hands and it's just not great the new 
water reservoirs, they have a lid, but then they also have a really sturdy handle inside of them that you can use to, to pull it out and, and use. Um, they also are pretty good for lower clearance situations because you don't have to pull them up that high to get them to sort of disconnect mm-hmm. from the the machine. Um, so so little improvements like that are really nice too. Same thing with like there's little minor things in the drip tray and stuff that I like a lot um, on all of those models. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then I guess next up we have the uh, behemoth itself. Yes. The, the monolith yes and which is an excellent machine um we had one in oh, the yeah. office for quite a while it was it's the mila cm 7750 uh coffee select coffee select yeah this thing whenever i see it i think about like the 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 music from 2001 at the beginning with with the monolith oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> it is um it is a sight to behold and it is a it is an excellent machine albeit it is it is in a different price range than oh yeah any any mila machine that we've offered before um, but that's for a reason because it's kind of it seems like it's kind of mila's flag it is definitely mila's like flagship model for something like this they're just showing off all these new features and yeah um you know it's got like a big touchscreen panel on it um which is really nice you get the whole machine is very big too that's one thing to note is it's enormous <laughs> yeah it is quite large you're gonna need a lot it's, it's it's taller than the six series and it's and it's much wider than any other milas series yeah. that i think i've seen but with that you get you know 10 user profiles you get basically it's it's more than 20 drink recipes it's more drink recipes than um most people would would use or would want but i think it's um nice to have every single option available that you'd like um and i think one of the Oh, go ahead. There's a lot of programming in it too, so I mean, it's the kind of thing where you can fiddle with a lot of stuff, and you could totally just have a pro a user profile that's like kind of a throwaway, like you know, I a tweaking profile where you're messing with stuff and you're not impacting your main your main drink lineup and stuff like that. And then having that many user profiles, I think this is a machine that it's it's a great case for like a small office or um a a, if if you live in if you have like a co-op or like a living situation where there's a lot of people that are all using the machine um i don't want to necessarily suggest that this is like a full-on commercial super auto Mm because i I don't know if it carries the right cert i'm just not sure if it carries the right certifications and stuff to be used in that context however um it's a really great you may you may scoff at the idea of 10 user profiles but trust me i have seen dozens of scenarios where this kind of a machine would have been right at home with that much yeah it reminds me more of like a a jira giga line a much smaller Mm -hmm. footprint in because the giga is meant more for commercial use but right um this seems like a smaller footprinted more home slash office oriented um kind of in that giga line because those have lots of profiles too yeah and then um, I think one of the coolest things, just one of the most, um, it, I think it's it's pretty novel idea is to have the descaling cartridge. Absolutely. Included. Yeah. I think that's probably the biggest, the biggest um, thing about this machine that made me kind of go, huh? Because at first I was like, this is, this machine is, is a little bit much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, there's a bunch of other stuff that we'll talk about in a minute too, but the i think the automatic descaling shows that this is meal is serious with this machine this isn't supposed to be a sort of like shock 
joke thing. Um, the, the automatic descaling is truly a thing that people have wanted in these machines for a long time. And if you're willing to pay for a high-end machine like this, I mean, we're talking over $5,000 range machine, um, I think, you know, that you can get features like automatic descaling. And so, it, yeah, it has that cartridge in there, and then it will run descaling programs without you even having to do anything, really. You just have to place the container, and that's it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's other, you know, there's a couple other cool kind of those novel ideas. And I think one, and actually this has worked really well in my experience, is the the automatic height adjustment yep. on the spouts. One of the things about, like, the 6 Series is that it has that little hood that kind of covers up the... Um, milk tube um, when you mm-hmm. lift up the spouts but the the 7750 it actually you put your cup down and there's I think there's a little maybe like RFID little, or something it's a little bumper oh is it actually. a bumper it's, it's actually just a mechanical thing which is kind of cool it's actually pretty simple it just when you select a drink the spout lowers and it's got two little bumpers little plastic bumpers in the back and when they touch something then they stop Oh, okay, and so okay. it'll go down to what your your cup height is, and then it stops, it backs off just a little bit, and then it will um, it'll brew without any kind of splashing or like spraying milk or coffee anywhere. Yeah, and that's how you always. Um, this is a quick tip for any Mila user or any Superauto user: the closer your cups are to your spouts, if you have a siphon machine, I think the better the drink ends up looking because there is less oh yeah sputtering yeah. and splattering, especially when the milk comes out on these things. Yeah. Um, it can be quite sputtery. So the closer you get it, yep. the better it is. Um, and I think, yeah, it works really well. It, it does exactly what I've, I've, I've used tall cups, short cups, and it's always worked really, really nicely. Yep. There's pretty good cup. I, I haven't measured it, so f- forgive me. But um, I want to say the cup clearance is a little higher on this machine, too, because it's taller. Um but I could I think be you're wrong right. about I think that. it's a little bit higher. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to fit like a full, like a tall travel mug necessarily. But um, it is a little bit higher, I believe. Um, and that stuff all works really well. Uh, and then the other, the big, the other big thing, it has, of course, the, you know, really good milk steaming. It has the the with the temperature being what you want. It has the active cup warmer. It has the um, sound dampening stuff. It has the the improvements to the reservoir that I talked about with the handle and everything. But then the other big thing about this machine that's a big jump is it has three different bean hoppers, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome. Yeah, that was a that's a really fun feature. Um, and you get to um, you get to label your bean hoppers. You can name them. Yep. You know, if you want to have decaf breakfast blend espresso blend or the name of the roaster and each one you can label it um, yep and it's and it's i think it's a really great we've seen a couple multi-hopper or at least interchangeable hopper super automatics in the past but this is one of the first ones that i've seen with like multiple hoppers for a home application yep yeah and it's something people ask about all the time uh is you know they want to use decaf and caffeinated coffee and this is the perfect I mean you could have a decaf hopper a half calf hopper and a full calf hopper mm-hmm. for example like there's so much you can do with having the, the different hopper options and I think it's another good example sort of like the automatic descaling of they went they listened to what people are asking for with super autos the result is an expensive machine because these are not simple features to implement uh, but you're able to kind of get the in some ways, this is like 
the super auto of many people's dreams, I think, because of all of these different features that it offers, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and you can, of course, you can map your hopper to, so you can like allocate, I think that's what they called it on the manual. Um, you can mm-hmm. allocate your beans to a profile and to a specific drink. So if you want, if you know that, let's just say Jake's, my, my profile, Jake's profile wants decaf only on the lungo, then I can just allocate that and then lungo every time will be pulling from that hopper unless you select otherwise. And so it's nice to just, it ends up still being, you know, a simple button press and, but you can still allocate those beans. Yeah. And it means that you can have, if let's say you don't, if you don't need, like I don't drink decaf or mm-hmm. half calf. I always drink full calf coffee, um, which is, you know, hopefully not going <laughs> to make me go totally crazy someday. But uh, <laughs> the, but, but for me, I do have different tastes for what I want for, you know, a sort of long shot lungo situation, what I want for a latte and what I want for even like an Americano or just a, a, a shot. Um, and so the ability to have three different hoppers and say, okay, well, I'm going to make all my, my lattes are going to use, you know, blue boy from methodical and all of my lungos are going to use breakfast blend from upper left. And all of my straight shots are going to use like, uh, sweetheart from uh olympia or something like those are i can set those options in my profile and then i know that i'm getting the coffee that i want with each one yeah yeah it's 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 a really nice feature Uh, i didn't think i would be when when we had in the office i didn't think i'd be using as much as i did but i really enjoyed it Mm mm-hmm yeah, it's fun to play with uh, on top of, I mean, this machine, that's the, that's the thing with this one is that it's the best kind of luxury toy and that it is has a bunch of fun features that are kind of, maybe you don't need them, but they do, they are enjoyable to, to mess around with. And then it also has like serious improvements like the automatic descaling and, and the hoppers being, separate hoppers being great for, for a home that has different kinds of coffee drinkers in it so yeah and it's even got it's even got little nice features for tea drinkers there's a little tea timer and like yes. tea settings yeah the tea settings are really interesting i i hadn't actually seen those until we did the crew review i hadn't noticed them for some reason mm-hmm. and so i i messaged our product our product guy and i was like are these tea settings actually what i think they are and he was like yeah yeah yeah. it'll it'll pull hot water for you and has little timers and stuff for different kinds of teas that and you can program it has some programmed already or you can program in specifics if you have specific tea blends that you like that you uh that you have recipes for so yeah that's, that's a, really cool too that's a nice touch because i know a lot of people do use this um or super automatics for tea so you know, if you want to replace your kettle, if you're getting this machine and you don't want to have another kettle on your on your counter, it does a really good job at that. Well, and because of the 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 heat that it can get to, my thing with with using coffee equipment for tea is I I do drink tea mm-hmm. fairly regularly, but I like really be able to get in and really do precise temperatures, mm-hmm. which this machine can do yep. versus some machines where they just sort of spit out the same water at the same heat as they would do for espresso. Um, yeah, they're only just trying to really hit the one heat level. So it's, it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty nice all around drink station. I think um, you can also with this machine, you can do just a milk froth. Mm-hmm. So you can also use it. You shouldn't put flavored milks and creams and stuff in. You should just use, you know, milk or your alternative milk, not super high sugar stuff in the milk system. Cause it'll clog up the tubes. But if you want to do hot chocolate, you can definitely, you know, put your 
powder in or whatever into your cup and then have the 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 milk froth um do heat heat up and and uh dispense your milk too and there's like the ability to just program that so you could have a whole profile that's just like non-coffee drinks if you wanted Mm -hmm. to yeah yeah you know i've heard about that before i've so many people message us about the milk froth and hot chocolate i've never tried it i think i should try it someday i should do it's interesting to me because i i haven't had hot chocolate in years for me many years yeah Yeah. i i mean i've there's never been a situation where i would get a hot chocolate over a mocha Mm -hmm. in you know five years probably exactly uh so it's always interesting to me i assume it's people if you use the hot chocolate feature please let us know like write in tell us about it because i've always assumed that it's people that are doing it brewing it for like kids making hot chocolate for kids Mm -hmm. but i don't know maybe there's just a lot of hot chocolate drinkers out there and i'm just not that's not something that i'm familiar with if you have any any fun uh, milk froth hot chocolate recipes send it to us we'll be happy to try them out i'll try i'll try it out yeah yeah Yeah. we can we can do a video or something it would be funny uh and entertaining um yeah so anyway that is mila's new line of machines i think they've done genuinely like this isn't I didn't intend for this episode to come off as like a sales pitch because I, I mean, I think, you know, especially at, in general at Seattle coffee Year and especially on the podcast, we we're not really here to just be salespeople. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really do think that, that they've done a good job of, you know, machine pricing is always on the rise year to year because of how, the industry works and how materials costs go up and how, you know, just generally the cost of goods increases. And I think I'm pretty hot on this line of machines because Mila's done a really good job of justifying, you know, the, the price increases that just sort of have to tend to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been able to control those too. Like they're, they're, these are very comparable in price to the previous generation. They're not like, it's not like they went up by like hundreds and hundreds of dollars or anything anyway, but also they've, they've really done a good job of introducing new features to justify the, 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 what cost increases there. And it's totally th- one of the brands I would look at if you're looking at adding a super auto to your counter for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They've always been, yeah, super high quality brand. They, have good um you know parts availability and if you know i know people with milas i've seen people on like forums and things like that with 10 year old milas. and especially yeah sometimes those built-ins sometimes the countertops you know they all seem to run just for a, a long time especially if you keep them maintained so they're great machines yep. all around yeah well um unless you have anything else no, I think that'll do it. Yeah, that covers uh, that covers Mila for us this episode. And I don't have my end of episode notes up, so everybody gets to hear me just wing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you if you want to know more about these machines, we've got a little bit of info on the blog. This is what we've talked about today is a little more exhaustive because we have more time. But we're going to be rolling out crew reviews for all these machines, too, so you can kind of see them in action. I think I'm I've got. Uh, we recorded the 7751 and then I'm doing a couple more this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those will be up and available soon and you can check them out on saddlecoffeegear.com, which is also where you can go for all of your coffee needs to get some of that upper left coffee uh, and, and uh, grab our subscription service is really firing on all cylinders now too. So you can get, get that rolling. Um, and for all of your other uh, coffee needs and, and coffee equipment needs. Also be sure to check out the YouTube and our blog and our social channels as well. 
our social has been really fun recently. So recommend going there uh, for all kinds of things about coffee. Thank you so much for joining me, Jake. And thank you to everybody for listening. Yeah, thank you. See ya.